All right, everybody, and welcome back to the Business of Fitness podcast. I hope you are doing extremely well. I'm excited to do the second episode in a series with Rory McKernan. He's been in the CrossFit space forever, commentating, uh, being behind the scenes, and we sit down and just talk about the sport of fitness, talk about some old school days. This episode is just a lot, a lot of fun. So if you're a gym owner out there and you've been struggling and going through some challenging times, so have we. Sit back, relax, and enjoy an hour-long episode where we can just kind of get back into some roots and have some fun as we're doing it. Now, don't worry. Next week, I will be putting out a more in-depth conversation on everything that's going on in the fitness space. I've been hesitant to do this a little bit, as I've talked about, because we've been in a little bit of a holding pattern here at NC Fit. But now, with uh, states opening up, with regulations being addressed, it's a good time to discuss what we're doing and the pivots we're making to remain sustainable and thrive through this challenging time. So that will be coming up next week. But for this week, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. If you do like it, please hit us up on social, on Instagram. We're also going to have this on YouTube. Check us out, Jason Kalipa, on all the different channels. Or find a way to get a hold of Rory and I just to let us know, hey, if you're enjoying these, we'll keep them coming. Guys, I hope you and your families are crushing it. I hope your business is going as well as possible. And we will be back with more business content starting next week. But in the meantime, enjoy this. Let's get it. All right, so Rory, we've been talking about right now, people are at home. There's a little bit of stress going around, and you and I have been bantering a little bit on text and over over phone calls about some of our classic CrossFit days that just get us all just kind of reminiscing on on some really, really good times. And so today's episode is just about taking people's minds, letting them kind of reflect back on where we came from, and just get a little bit of um, comedy, a little bit of reminiscing, a little bit of nostalgia for yep. 30 minutes to an hour. Are you ready for it? The best old days, dude. Bring it on. Bring it on. Hey, where, where should we start, man? You and I were just talking about... <laughs> so over the years, there's been a lot of unique events across the games. Um, one of them that you had pulled up was um, where you sledgehammer um, oh, a pipe into the floor. And this was at the 2009 CrossFit Games, right? Nine games. And, yeah. and so, so tell me, why did you have that one pulled up? Because I think it's a great uh, one. Well, here, here's the deal. So you, 2007 games, there's three events. And it was like as rudimentary as it could get. Like we thought we saw a big mix. Um, last time we talked about 2008, where there's a little bit more diversity, but it was still kind of show up and blow up. Um, and it was still, what did we do that year? Still four events? Was it? Uh, yeah, four, four events. events. Yeah, yeah. And, um, well, so here we are the next year. And this is when people were like, oh my God, it's just crazy because it ended up being like 12 events or, or something like that, which at the time seemed mind blowing. Uh, but this video that I'm going to pull up, I got it pulled up to a part about you, but it's literally titled, is it too hard? Well, because imagine that jump, bro. You went from three events to four events to, oh no, we got 12 events. And some of them were like, you know, a snatch event, for example, we want to talk about. Whereas nowadays in the cross teams, like 40 events, you know, whatever yeah. it is, over a week long. Totally. So actually here we go. One, two, three, four, five. So it ended up being seven events and everybody was like, ah, so there's, you know, there's three more than there were. But uh, I remember yeah, so. that. 
I remember that title. Is this going to be too hard? Is this oh, too man. hard? And uh, what, one thing I should say before we even get going, I'm going to show, I'll show you my screen. So um, I've yeah. got right now, this is what I've got pulled up is the uh, 2009 results. So I was just showing oh. people how, how I spin around. Like you go to games2009.crossfit.com and up here, you've just got a link to all the, the, um, the results. So that's where you can kind of see, you can, you know, this and they made cuts. So, so they made cuts. cuts that year, right? Oh yeah. Awesome. Look, you can see the cuts. So you can you, see the cuts. It's fairly, fairly clear. One cut, two cut, three cuts, four yep. cuts. You know, and I, I talked about this last time, but it's funny. Like my early day, my early day, uh, like accomplishments were always like, Hey, make it through the cuts, you know, make it through the cuts and you're like golden. Um, but yeah, dude, Talk us through the, the event. <laughs> all right, all right. And, and the other cool thing was, so this was the first time, like everybody talks about unknown and unknowable, but everybody's like, yeah, sure, but it's still CrossFit workouts. This is the first time they were like, here's a sledgehammer and here's a rod. Let's just see what you got. So it was, uh, man, I'll mess it up. But it was, I think it was 500, 500 meter row, points. right? Yeah. Yeah. And then pound this thing into the ground. And uh, so I'm queuing it up to a point like right before you take the field and we'll just kind of get kind of <laughs> It's full uh, sound and uh, Khalifa being interviewed here. All right, three, two, one. Happen. Still leaving at least enough in the tank. I messed that up. Ah, oh, it was perfectly cued for Tony Budding. Oh, no, no. Here we go, Tony Budding. All right, we'll let him. We'll let him talk. Yeah. And fatigue yourself so much that pounding that snake into the ground <laughs> becomes almost an unreasonable task. So there's going to be some very intelligent strategies. Oh, man. You're just watching people just <laughs> whiff it. <laughs> they can intelligently pound the stake into the ground. There's a lot of coordination required in pounding that in. Oh, yeah, man. And you're remember just a girl named Nicole, Nicole obliterated her finger. Oh. So there was actually an injury off of this, too. Bigger swings. That's going to be determined by how accurate you can be. All right, I messed it up. So I'm going to go back. Oh, here, here comes Kalipa. Right. Oh man. Here we go. This is uh, Savon so, asked you, "Have you ever done anything like this before?" And pull for my fucking life. You doing any stuff like this, Jason? Not real. I've messed around with the uh, against the tire. You know, I'm sure that's probably what you do. Um, but it's going to be totally different. You know, I mean, I, I honestly have no idea what to expect. So oh, here's, man. The of, here's the field of play. So you guys can't see this on the screen. This is old school at the ranch, right? And yep. you have all these rowers lined up. And at the time, there was, I, I, I don't want to say controversy, but a little bit of controversy because the dirt had been um, dug out. So for those people that don't know, the dirt had been dug out with, um, uh, you know, like a, a just a backhoe, like a, a uh, backhoe. Yeah. 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 And then, and then basically after the backhoe, they had then replaced the dirt and then quote, they said they packed it to the exact same, but let's see if you can see it on the screen. How some of them you'd hit it once and they go shooting down oh, dear. and other ones they'd be struggling with it for an hour. I bet you if I, if I work hard enough, I'll be able to find even like where people are complaining about that. Oh but, man. Uh, like this is where we're back to the guy whiffing. So this is just an excerpt. <laughs> but yeah, you can see like some people had theirs all the way down. It's back to the same thing that's going on with like Castro and uh, Pat Bellner right now on Castro's Instagram where they're like, yo, some sleds and some lanes went faster than other ones. It was the same kind of argument. It was like, yeah, you dug it out, but was it uniform when you put it back in? That was, that was the big kind of, and people of course were arguing against it and people were arguing for it, but that was the fun back then. 
as a guy who was there and as a guy who did it, I'll never forget, I get off the rower, which I'm a good rower, so I was like, all right, this is a good event for me. But just be calm, be controlled on this damn, you know, thing. And I get there, and I'm hitting it, and I'm hitting it. I'm watching the guy next to me. He's hitting it, hitting it. And, like, his hits were going farther than my hits. I was like, shoot. And so I'm hitting it, hitting it, hitting it. And you can see there is definitely a discrepancy in, like, everybody's probably hitting it, you know, whatever. And then, dude, I get, like, maybe – I'm thinking I'm going to lose the event. And I get, like, maybe (laughs) a foot down, and I hit it one time. It goes all the way down. I'm like, whoa. And I – but that was a good example of how, you know, there was discrepancies there. But, I mean, that's just the way it is, man. Like, you got to ride with it. What, what was, so beyond that one, there was another event that I think is, like, probably all-time difficult. At least, like, watching it, people were like, that, that's the hardest thing that I've ever seen people do. What was, <laughs> what was the hardest event for you that year? You mean at, the, at, that, at that, oh, the, the hill run? Yeah, dude. Oh, oh man, let me turn back on the slide. Dude, that hill run was so brutal. Oh, man. So I got it. So I got it queued up. Oh, you got it right here. Oh, dude. You know what's so funny about this run? Wait, do you have mine? Is yeah, this, this is me? me? This is you versus Steel. Oh, oh, man. All right, go ahead. Play it. <laughs> so you had to run back and grab a sandbag. And there was a lot of people that kind of whiffed it, right? Because well, two of them, right? And it was like, it sounds simple, but yeah, the, the bag management, look at Spieler, like the bag management was one thing in particular. Dude, so I, I started off, I mean, so on this event, it was like, how, how far was it? Maybe 200 meters, like straight up. Not even. Probably Not 110, even. 115. Yeah. Yeah. And, and man, I'm in the lead and I'm feeling good. And there's the fans on the side and, and we're vibing. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> and then all of a sudden I get like three quarters of the way up. And damn, and I'm trying to like block him. Like I'm trying to like, you know, do whatever I can. And, and then Spieler comes out of nowhere and just passes us right before the finish line. Oh man, oh, he yeah. crushed that event. He did so good. Watch, you'll see it right here. He slides right in between us. He's like, uh, sees the move, but look at the legs already, dude. You can see that the legs are just full of lactic acid. <laughs> and dying. And look, oh dude, they're good. Look, you just turned oh, it into man. a march. No. And he gets the win. But Dude, I, I love the like, rawness. Do you see Ben Bergeron there up in the corner yelling at people's faces? Like, this is old school aromas, man. Oh, dude, that, that is a old school aromas. You know, it's funny. Oh, look, right there at the end, I, I came back. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so it's funny. We all lay on the floor, right? And um, on the way down, see, what people don't realize is on the way up, it was really tough, right? You got, you know, 100-pound <laughs> sandbag. You're sprinting up a hill against your, you, you, you know, your competitors. But dude, I laid up there for a while because your legs were just so shot. Um, I uh, it took me a long time to walk back down that hill. Oh yeah, here goes, <laughs> it took a lot of people a long time. Here's a little glimpse of you uh, finding a resting place. Just, I think I'll sit here for a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at Steele. He's getting up there in agony. Uh, uh, so that that was a good year. And I, uh, you, you are, you mentioned this, but like, yeah, this was. This is kind of a cool look back because this was Aromas when it was at its biggest. This was the biggest crowd that ever came. Um, and, of course, there's rumors this year about going back to Aromas. So uh, we'll, we'll flip forward in a little while and look at 2016 when we revisited Aromas with no crowd. And it could be an interesting uh, preview of, of what may be coming up soon. Yeah, we, we talked about this before. But, you know, 2009 CrossFit Games were really interesting because you had this guy from Finland at the time. And... 2008 and 2007 were like mainly American, California, like, you know, whatever. 
And then all of a sudden this dude comes from overseas, doesn't really speak much English and just wins. And he had his shirt tucked in and he was just like a, a different breed of specimen. He was like a machine. And uh, dude, I, I, I mean, yes. <laughs> he won the event. He's just like, he speaks no English, but where's my, my winning money? You know, where's my money that I get to take home? Because I think he won $5,000, which- What was even like, like- Remember that? Oh yeah, dude, making it rain. Oh, yeah. And, and that was like, you saw him immediately, actually. Um, remember, he, he was right on Spieler's heels on a 7K trail run. And then he deadlifts 495 pounds. And immediately everybody was like, uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, this guy's real. <laughs> yeah, he's real. Dude, um, but you know what's also unique that year? And for people who are just getting into the sport, you know, Rory and I are kind of going back at how this sport evolved. And it is really interesting because 09, probably more than any other year, is a year that I look at and say, wow, we've came a long way, specifically from the snatch event. Because it's just such a black and white event, right? Like you have snatching now, you have snatching then, you have people that are CrossFitters. We're not just like professional, you know, Olympic lifters. Like, of course, only lifters at the time were probably doing a lot more. But when you were CrossFit, you didn't train the modality as much. But I remember they had a single modality snatch day. And I was actually really excited about it. Um, but do you have those, those cues clip, clip uh, do you have it brought up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I do. Oh man, <laughs> this was this was good because um, the easiest way to look at where the sport was ten years ago and where it is now. Yeah, and I forget screen. what the time limit was, but it was literally just work up to a one rep snatch. Yeah, I think it was like I don't know, fifteen minutes or something like that, and it was just work up to a one rep max snatch. It was a really nice event for the day because we had been just blasted, and so it was a really nice one to kind of come out, be chill and just lift heavy. But if you watch the movement in these videos, people, uh, I mean, go ahead, put it on the screen. People are gonna just be like, what oh, the sorry, hell are these guys doing? I thought, I thought I was sharing actually, my bad. No, I don't see I've it been, yet. I've, I've been enjoying it this whole time. <laughs> you got my mom and dad on there or what? Yeah, let's see, that was it. Uh, here we go, all right. Um, that's the one we're looking for. You got it now? Yeah, I got it. Okay. Coach Bergner sounding off. Oh, man. And just everybody's just kind of like, you know, the judges don't have any, like, custom shirts on. It's just old school. But look at those fans. They're ready for some lifting. There's my judge. Look at your judge briefing you. This is Bobby Millsavs. Yeah, Bobby. There's OPT. He was a 2007 Cross Games champion. Oh, man. This is a good event. You got a printed jersey? Oh yeah, there's my, brother -in -law, there's my brother in law Jordan on the on the camera back in the back. Oh, there's mom. There's mom. There she is. <laughs> Look at her. Oh, hello, Jay. Oh man. And then my dad's with his camera. But uh, let's fast forward to some of the lifts, man. It's gonna be good. Look at some of these openers. We're at like one thirty five, one fifty five. There's Austin, Coach Austin Begibi. I think I'm at two. So at the time, you gotta remember, Reds back then weren't. Um, 55s they were 45s oh that's right that's right yeah so yeah. you're basically what what are you at 185 um so i was at uh no 205 right there 205s okay. on the bar right now and um let's see okay that oh man <laughs> let's call it a muscle snatch and uh so that was a big lift at the time 
I think the winner of this event, you could look at the uh, – I think it was him. That's um, Mark Kelsey, yeah, 205. Two, uh, yeah, no, I think he got 225 was, like, a big deal. And I want to say, like, um, people were PRing. No one was squat snatching. I mean, everybody was just powering it up ugly as, as possible. Oh, I remember that, look too. Look at that. Remember that one? Yes, dude. That was uh, – that's oh, Commando that was Jim- Steve. No, oh, Commando oh, yeah, Steve. yeah. Dude, <laughs> remember they didn't have a rule for that. So he caught it over his head. He dropped down in like a lunge. Remember that? His knee grazed the floor, yeah. and then he stood up with it. Oh, he did man. it every time, even. Oh, look at Jeremy Teal. Jeremy Teal. Oh, man. Uh, here's, here's an aromas crowd for you. Let's see if I can get to the uh, – okay, yeah, we, we don't have the end there. That's okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that, that, is, that is hugely indicative. Like, good call on that one. Like, that is definitely tell you where the sport was at the time. So to put it in perspective for everybody who's kind of like, you know, newer to the game, I mean, back then I walked in at, um, I think my PR snatch was 215 in 2009 CrossFit Games, like before that. I want to say maybe in this event, I, don't, you, I think you have, the, you have the leaderboard, but I want to say maybe I did, maybe I did 225, maybe. Maybe I did 215, I don't remember. But I remember I, 215? And I PR'd, I PR'd my snatch at 215 there. And now there's people at the CrossFit Games that could probably do 215 for 30 reps in a row. <laughs> oh, my God. It's funny, dude. I'm looking at the – I sorted by snatch, and I can't find – oh, you know what? Your score's not even on there because it only shows scores for the people that made the final cuts. It's funny. It was, that's, a, that's a leaderboard. The leaderboard I did make the – I made the final cut. Oh, that's weird. So look at this. I'm messing this up. I so I sorted, I sorted by a snatch, and it only gives me scores for. Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah, there you are. I'm sorry. There you are. You did yeah. hit 225. You hit 225. Oh, I hit 225. Yeah, I took second in that. So Woo! Jeff, Jeff Leonard with a big 240. But uh, yeah, but you know what's funny is, is 225, that was a PR snatch. And I mean, dude, that nowadays, I mean, what do you think, uh, Matt Frazier? How many times can you do 225? <laughs> warm up. It's, it's not even. A, it's not even like a thing, you oh. know? And, and what do you think it's that is, though? What do you think that is, though, seriously, is that is, you know, is it, is it one of those things where you watch someone hit a four-minute mile and then all of a sudden you have 10 more people hit a four-minute mile? Or what do you think it is that's kind of trending the sport for people to become more professional in it so they can train more? You think it's because they're seeing other people do it? What do you think it is? Yeah, I mean, listen, that, that, this was 10 years ago, right? Almost, uh, almost more than that. And so um, it's, a, it's the number of things, right? Like at this point, how many times, how many times a week or even a month were you throwing snatch or, or take it back a notch and be like, how many times a week were you doing footwork drills or actual technique drills for the snatch, right? So I think um, one thing is that people just became accustomed to the sport, like, like we said in our last conversation, this same year, like if we were to look at the women's back snatch, Annie Thor's daughter had never done one. Like she's, she had never even tried the movement before. And so think about all the things that have happened between then and now, just in your gyms, like your local, your, your, uh, your regular members at your gyms, um, much less what was happening with the top athletes in the space. Now, some of whom are like, um, I know that, uh, well, obviously Tia Claire won the freaking commonwealth games right yeah like, i mean she's competitive on the international scene um so yeah i think it's i think it was the natural progress of these these movements being incorporated so heavily into our sport 
and then our athletes being having such a like large breadth of fitness that they um that they practice them basically to be good at crossfit and and in so God, doing yeah you came as good as some of the best in the on the planet that's really interesting though because we talk about exposure and so yeah to your point i was only exposed to snatch maybe a year before that and the more you get exposed to something you the better you typically get at it and i mean you know that's something like i learned i learned with the henshaw right just putting in hours and hours and hours on the track and learning how to pace and there's a lot of nuances you get from just being in the trenches and practicing these things so that's really true. And, it, and it's anything, right? Like uh, during this quarantine, I think, I don't know if I mentioned this last time, I'm trying to learn how to play the guitar. And it's like being a child again, like when you, and, and then seeing the acquisition of the skills, like the more you practice, the more you get better and, and um, progress comes a little bit at a time, like very little by very little. Uh, but it's the same thing with the movement as complex as the snatch. Yeah, like the more exposure, the more practice, the better you get at it. Like you can only, you can only go so far in brute strength. We all know that. Yeah. So, you know, what's interesting moving forward from the Oh nine games. When call that thought. And I, I want to say is um, for people that are looking to binge watch something, I just went to YouTube. I uh, searched for 2019 games and this playlist 2009. Has, yeah. 2009. Sorry. Um, has the entire start, start to finish. You've got every single event of what other um, events on there look pretty good. Uh, man, you know what? Well, I was looking at the leaderboard to figure that out. And I loved, um, sandbag sprints, a great one to watch. Yeah. Coupling is really fun to watch. That's um, the wall ball one and snatch. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, an empty bar snatch. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, and then the chipper was, was one of my all time favorites because, and, and remember the finales of the games have, have changed in like, um, it wasn't always short and explosive. It wasn't always two-part finales. Like this was kind of the start of an era where it was a long uh, kick you in the stomach kind of finale. Yeah, and they finished it with um, an overhead walking lunge. And uh, that was really interesting because it was just a very easy visibly to be able to see who was winning. You took a plate and you put it over your head and you walked lunge with it for, I don't know, 100 feet or something like that. And that was an easy way to tell who was winning. Oh, man. Or some good events. Those you know, but, it, there was a good year. but it's interesting how scoring has progressed, though, because so talking about scoring, I yeah. mean, I'm not bitter about this. It's just the way it went. But I finished 72nd on the first event, which was the hill, the hill run that I passed out on. But because they made cuts, it was really hard to make up those points because the point system, like at the end, the worst you were going to get was 10th place, whereas in the beginning, yes. the worst you get is 75th. And it just is what it is. But now over the years, they're adjusting to that, right? I mean, you've seen adjustments made to point systems. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. And, and it's still an interesting conversation. Like, I think we've probably arrived, like, with the points tables and the way that points are allocated, um, I think we've arrived at the best solution because here's, here's the difficult thing we're talking about scoring. I'll be, I'll be short with this. But the point is, you, ha you want it to be as fair as possible for a crazy sport like ours but you also want fans to be able to latch onto it. So I believe that at the uh, decathlons where they actually have like fractional scoring for different things where they're like, Oh, the javelin throw shouldn't be worth as much as the mile run or whatever it is. Like, don't, don't hold me to this, but something like that. So if I tune in and I'm a new fan and like, you know, you're trying to say, say to people, Hey, go watch the CrossFit games. And you tune in and the leaderboard is like, you need an abacus and you know, a membership to a website to figure it out like people can't be a fan of that sport very easily. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah. So at least like with what we've arrived at, usually, well, always, I think like the fittest ones end up on top and it's easy ish with a little bit of explanation to tune in and be like, okay, I get it. You know, I win, I get a lot of points. I won't, you know, most points wins. And, um, you know, the less good I do, I get punished for that. So how about over the years, what are some other odd events that have came up? So I have a few in my mind, but what, which ones do you have? Okay. I have a couple that come to mind. You mean odd? I, 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 like, like uh, uh, for example, I mean, I'm just going to say it like it is. The L-sit, the, the L-sit, the Kill softball test. throw, and the, um, dude, remember the, the one RM strict pull-up? Yes. And then the um the uh, ammo can carry those yep. four were just like bizarre. What else you got? That was that was the skills test. The only the one that I really liked from that though was that eleven. Was, uh, what's that? What year was that? That was in two thousand eleven. Yep. Yeah. And uh, the only one I really liked about that was the max distance handstand walk because it was groundbreaking for us. It was like it was the first time we saw people like, oh my god, you know, you can walk the length of a football field on his hands and. Um, and now, of course, people do that for time, right? Um, but that was my favorite part of that one. This, this, yeah, so the skills test was weird. And again, in that scenario, you had like 50-point scales and things like that. So um, you guys can find that if you Google uh, skills, skills 2. Um, but the one that I thought, so another one that I think was really funny was in 2011, we had the, um, we had the med ball toss. Oh, dude, dude, oh my God. How do we not talk about that? That was 2012. And you went, you went ball toss into track triplet. Dude. And, uh, you crushed oh this one. God. And it had one of my all-time favorite finishes ever. This is not it. This is Rich and uh, Matt Chan racing to the finish line. Oh, yeah, it's a good one. Of the track triplet. Um, this and is 2012, I'll, right? This is 12, yeah. Oh man. So there's Rich. But then, so what people, right immediately before this, every heat was on GHD sit ups on the infield of the track. And, uh, <laughs> it was just one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. So good. Oh man. Memory. So Rich, Rich took that. But uh, go, to the, go to the GHD throw. Oh, look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. And like, so guys, it's cool. If I tuned in, I was like on ESPN, I'd be like, okay, all right. This is weird. I like it. So what they were doing, and this, this was actually a lot harder than it looked to have consistency, and they, they scored you based on how far you threw the balls. Um, but you were trying to blend speed with, with throwing far enough, right? Because as soon as you got through that, you got off the GHD and you did something else. But all the balls that are in the middle of the stadium. You know, you got points based on what line they passed by. Um, and then obviously you ran over and you started your, uh, your, your next event. And but it was just um, this was also the glory days of the spider cam shot that you're watching right now, dude, which is just a sexy, sexy piece of equipment. Oh man. And so look, so now we was going straight to the track to start that track triplet. So they get I don't even remember what the reset time was, but straight to the track. And it was three, two, one, go. While I got you here, I'll just uh I'll give you one of my favorite all time finishes of the CrossFit games. Whoops. Man, yeah, because that GHD, dude, you, you totally, I hoped um, for people who are listening or watching that, I mean, that's, a, that's one in time that, like, I totally forgot about that one. It's a good one. And here oh, the Graham Holmberg one? Yeah. Holmberg. Oh, this is a good one. And Spieler just absolutely sells his lunch. 
Oh, and they, oh. It skids across the track, just like a little oh. skittle. So good, so good. Dude, uh, yeah, man, that was split snatches, wasn't it? Yeah, it was split snatches. Yeah, have a, here, have a quick look at this. It was bar muscle-ups, and uh, here you go. It was bar muscle-ups and, and split snatches. You had to move your feet. Yeah. And you had to alternate feet, too. So it was just a really strange, not a lot of weight, but, like, weird. Yeah. And Dude, I'm were, so... I forget what? what you got. You'd gotten punished for something, but you were in an earlier heat during this. But it was, it was one of the first times, like, you really crushed it running from, from what I remember. Oh, nice. Yeah. Dude, that's so funny, though, because looking back on it, like, GHD ball toss, like, why would you ever do that? But it was like, and, and it, it was very weird, because a lot of people, what they don't realize on some of these weird events, is that from an athlete perspective, it's really difficult, because it's hard to game plan exactly what it's going to feel like, because you just don't know. So I remember I was testing, you know, where should I set my foot pedal to? And then also, when you reach back, like some of those balls would sometimes get stuck as they're coming down a little bit, like just a little bit. And because of that, well, it throws and, off uh, your flow. And the release point, like where do you release it? Where do you, yeah, man, there was a, oh. there was a lot there. Oh, man, dude. And, and you know, yeah, it's, there's been some, what other ones? Let me take us back now. Now, that I'm, now I'm really curious. Okay, here's, here's, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say a bunch. And what was apparent to me in watching this is that apparently 2011 was my favorite year. And, apparently. Uh, <laughs> just from a memory standpoint, you know, it's so like including the one that we just went, or that was, uh, sorry, that was 13. Uh, but I've got Killer Cage. I've got the dog sled. Um, <laughs> Killer dog Cage? Do you remember Killer Cage? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So here's a, I'll show you Killer Cage. One of the mo, another one of the most epic of all time, um, in terms of finishes, uh, both in men's and the women's. Um, this is the first time like Elizabeth Akinwali did something just blew my head off my shoulders. Um, but I wanted to show you, uh, God, the the beginning of it is hilarious. And uh, this Dude, is so nineteen. Anyway, okay, so I'm going to show you the intro, and this is like this is vintage Rory, and that's why you know I think. I'm happy with it, but, um, show it, show it, show it. Okay. okay. I was, I was going through, of course, like everybody else, like I'm going through old pictures and stuff. I found this old school, like, uh, me. Oh, wow. In your bow tie at the update show desk. And these are from those days. So listen to the voiceover and everything this is going to last like a minute. Are we, do we have enough time for that? Yeah, whatever. Okay. Okay. Listen to this one. Um, I'm going to share it with you. So this is like, I had never done a voiceover before. And uh, th these are the first ones I think that we did for ESPN. And, and so, ESPN is like a, a pretty big company, you know? You want yeah, to probably yeah, do it right. You know, if you're a sports yeah. fan, you might have heard of them. The CrossFit yeah. Games are the world's premier test to find the fittest on earth. And we just oh, sat really? in an office for hours. Oh, do you remember that one on the beach? Yep. Five months ago, the entire world was invited to prove their fitness. The first, this is the first year of the Open, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, 26,000. 17 semifinal regionals. Now, the 49 men and 47 women competing in the I forget why there was 49 and 47. Something happened. Have three days and 10 unknown events to claim the title. Wow. 10 events. This is all post production. 2011 Reebok CrossFit Games. 
And then and that was the first time you'd ever done a voiceover. Yep. And here's the answer to the killer cage. And these were the days. So like, watch me and Amanda, me and Miranda are going to introduce the event. And they I remember this. Oh, uh, dude. And, and this was like, man, rogue unveiling stuff overnight. This is when the magic was really starting. Oh, man. Look at these two clowns. Like, dude, this was my heyday. Oh, look at you sitting on top of the killer cage. Oh, dude, I, I would call my friends and I'd be like, you guys have no idea. I got paid today to, to just like sit on top of a thing. All right, so now, <laughs> dude. Now we're going to, uh, we're going to go watch the, the finish uh, between. But yeah, hey, before you, before you play it, I just wanted to uh, take note on something that you said that I think was really interesting that this started where Rogue would do the events overnight. Yeah. And like, dude, from an athlete perspective, it used to be so traumatizing because you'd leave the stadium and you'd be wondering what the hell are they building, right? And then yes. sure enough, and then Rogue can build whatever they want. You show up the next day and it's this giant thing, you know, and you're just like, what the hell is that? Oh, well, man. And, and like, and with, I mean, people think that we're overstating it, but it was like blackout curtains around, super tight security. People were furious if there was somebody in there that wasn't supposed to be in there. Like the secrecy was a real deal. Like it actually was, people were held accountable. So let's, let's talk about that for a quick second because I think that's yeah. something that's really interesting. That's unique to this sport, right, is the secrecy. So how secrecy is secrecy? Because as a guy that, like, look, I, I competed at the CrossFit Games eight times. I knew about – I got a hint of in maybe it was 09, I might have had one idea that – no, I've, I've never really heard anything about anything at all. Now I'm also not seeking it out either. So how much of this stuff do you think gets leaked out? Well, here's what I can tell you of the like maybe two leaks that I know of. I, I can, I have confirmed uh, one person who has lost their job uh, because of breaching contract that was based on uh, non-disclosure. Um, yeah. And that was, you know, like, like obviously this was 2011 people still then, well, no, sorry. We made these shows after the event. But now if you're going into a live production, like, um, you know, Zoom is a different story. But like, if we were doing this as an actual show, and we knew what we were going to talk about, we probably would have created graphics in advance, and then take that to the nth level. And if you're doing a television show, you, and you're going to make like sexy athlete profiles, and you're going to make uh, really cool graphics and workout descriptions and things like that, that starts months before the event. So it got to a point in the sport where you had to have a as small as possible, a group of people who were writing scripts, doing voiceovers. Um, it's the same as held true now with like the open, uh, where you have to create that stuff in advance. You can't do it overnight. You can't, you certainly can't wait until, you know, um, CrossFit makes an announcement of the workout. So yeah, people were under non-disclosure and, and, uh, again, there's one person that I know of for sure who actually lost their, uh, lost their job, at least with us. Um, they weren't an employee, they were a contract worker, but it was taken tremendously seriously, man. Huh. Yeah. Dude, I'll, I, I did an open announcement. Uh, and even, I'll tell you this. Even yeah. I, man, Go ahead. Well, well no, I'm, I was going to open announcement as well. There was a time where, you remember uh, BKG versus Dan Bailey in the garage? Yeah. Okay, for that open announcement, there was, a, there was a kind of a difficulty in, do we keep the garage open? Do we start in the garage? Like, how are we going to do it? And what I was like, I was pushing Dave so hard. I was like, please 
tell them the workout. I'll announce it outside the garage. We'll open the garage door and they just start going. And he was like, there's no chance. Like he would not budge that to give them the workout like an hour before it was announced, 30 minutes, 10 minutes before it was announced. Like uh, it just never happened, you know? Dude, um, so on that note, I had the exact same situation. So I was there for the first open announcement ever with um, Chris Clever at the Home Depot Center. Do you remember that? Or maybe it wasn't the first ever, but maybe it was. Yeah. Me and Chris Clever. That was were before doing, they were even live, right? Yeah. We went and like demoed them or whatever. And we were like doing them. And then, but dude, it, it drove me nuts. I showed up to the Home Depot Center maybe at like 9 a.m. And we were doing it under the lights at like 8 p.m. Because he wanted to make it like super dramatic. And he didn't tell us the workout for 12 hours. We're just sitting there like, bro, come on, like, dude. And he wouldn't tell us. And um, that was his dedication to keeping it um, close to the chest. And I, I just remember we were just sitting there and he would just like mess with us. Like, okay, you want me to tell you? Be like, yeah, bro. Be like, nah, I'm not going to. So anyways, all right, play that finish. Play that finish. I will, I will. The, um, I was actually trying to find what you're talking about just now. The, um, yeah, that, that level of secrecy. Oh yeah, go ahead. You want, yeah, play that. Uh, we got to finish the finish and then we can jump over to the open. Okay. Okay. You're going to leave, um, you're going to leave the viewers hanging right now. All right. Sorry, fine, fine, fine. But the, uh, the, the last funny thing about the other story, the other parts of that story, I think it was 2014. We did one in Santa Cruz. You were there. Rich was there. Oh yeah. And, uh, and that was one of my favorite behind the scenes. Shit. We could find that too. But, uh, where you're like, all right, Dave. So like, you know, when do we find out the workout? <laughs> Like, or you got that messing with you. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, dude. Because, I mean, at that point, I had done, I don't know, three or four open live announcements. I mean, dude, I, I mean, I've done so many of those announcements that, yes. uh, yeah. Anyways, that Santa Cruz one was fun. All right, here we are. The, uh, the finale of uh, Top Men's Heat for Killer Cage. And this is, uh, we're picking up the action, entering the final round. So you would bike, Killer Cage, bike, Killer Cage, bike, Killer Cage. Uh, Matt Chan is your leader in the clubhouse, but Josh Bridges is closing in on him. And at this time, we were on Watt bikes, which was the first time we had seen a Watt bike. That's right. Yeah, I guess the closest thing would be like the new Concept 2 bikes, right? Yeah. And then, dude, some of the people are wearing the hybrid Reebok shoes that were half only half a regular shoe. I'm in the seat. Oh, and there's front squats. That's right. There was front squats. Oh, dude. Yeah. Five of them, right? This is the last one? This is the final one, yep. Okay, so this killer cage was tough, man, because it was just ruining hands. If I could do it all over again, I would have worn different grips. So look, Rich is on the bars, Chan drops off, and, and Bridge is just starting. But look at this guy. And this is, again, like, like, it doesn't look like a lot of people in the stadium, but people were just losing it. And oh, this turnaround right here. Oh, yeah, he just jumps right back up again, huh? Oh, and if you fall, you didn't have to go back to the beginning, did you? No. No, you didn't have to go back to the beginning, but you lost all that momentum. You see Rich on the far side. Oh, and Rich, Josh Bridges passes up Chan, drops off. Oh, the front squats must have been before the bike. Look at that's fired up, Josh. The, the old, the old patented Josh Bridges man. That was like one of the first times we saw him do that celebration. Oh man, I had the same thing happen to me though. Like that was a tough, that was a tough event. Um, I'm on the, I'm on the monkey bars right now. That was a tough one, dude. Oh man, that was a good one. That's at Home Depot Center. You know, for those 
people who had never experienced the Home Depot Center. It was something just super magical, man. That tennis stadium, the energy just erupted. I can only imagine what it's like to be a tennis player in there, like just being one person. Because, oh, yeah. bro, that, the, at night, under the lights, that place would go crazy. The energy was, you know what I mean? Uh, absolutely. absolutely. Sometimes, uh, sometimes too much. Yeah. Well, so, and, and yeah, especially for us who like, had never been in a professional stadium before, you know, it was like for you guys to know it was special. But even for us, like as putting on the event, it was like, this is insane. Yeah, this yeah. Is magic. it was a whole different ball game. I, uh, <laughs> dude. So if you want to just go to the open thing, we could kind of start close the loop on. Dude, I could talk about some <laughs> of this shit all day. But um, you know what people don't realize is um, for the open announcements, Dave would just like text you like, "Hey, do you want to do this?" And for the most part, I would just say yes. And then you would do your open announcement. There's a lot of pressure in those open announcements because just you against somebody else, very much so, like one on one, mono a mono, and you know, then from there, you still have your regionals and all that kind of stuff. You know, the regionals were super stressful, too, compared to the games because it only took three or four people. I mean, it was, it was, it was tight. But if you go to the open announcement, I'll, I'll talk you through it. You have the one with me and Chris Clever? Man, I'm trying to find the one you and Chris Clever. They, uh, they've, got it, they've got it well hidden. I've got uh, – what was it? It was uh, – that was 12.5, right? I have no idea. But uh, – 12.5. Um, I got 13.5 with you and Froning. No, no, no. That's not what we want. Um, no, I, oh yeah, just, just, dude, just put into YouTube CrossFit Games Open twelve point five. <laughs> it's we're in the workout instructions. It's what? It, just look up twelve point five CrossFit Games, and this is going to be, um, if not um, one of, if not the first, one of the first open announcements, and we're in the stadium by ourselves. And uh, no music was played. This, I'll, I'll add some some color to this. Um, are you able to pull it up? Yeah, we got to get through the uh, the advertisement on YouTube first. Oh, again. of course, of course. This is a non-monetized podcast. Um, <laughs> here. <laughs> oh, well, it's not apparently. Oh no, I mean ours. Oh look, he's wearing a NorCal CrossFit shirt. So, so dude, we're in this stadium, and it's just here. You can fast forward a bunch. And so we, we get there, and, um, and so, you know, Dave tells us the workout, right? And then all of a sudden, it's like three, two, one, go. And Boz is um, Chris's judge. Dave is my judge. And, you know, he's kind of focused on other stuff. But, like, I'm just doing my reps. And Dave's like, we need music. We need music. And someone just took out their phone and just put it on the floor <laughs> and started playing music. <laughs> it's right here. Like, Watch, watch, just press play for a second and like listen to the music. There's no music. Oh, unless, oh, they might have put it on. Yeah, put it over with. Yeah. So, so that, that's the backstory. The backstory on this for people who don't know is Heber and uh, Dave and Boz went on the road in like basically it was like a seven day trip to get all five workouts in different locations. So they went cookville to iceland to somewhere else to you guys doing this finally at the home depot so this is after like a rugged rugged charge for those guys actually it wasn't obviously the first opening since 12.5 so that was stupid of me but right. the point is you're in this home depot center by yourself you know castro is my judge <laughs> just uh the, the wow, my favorite part was the whole my favorite part was like you know i start my reps i'm like 10 in or whatever it is and dave's like we need music. We need music. And someone just takes up their phone, puts on like, you know, Nickelback. And it's just like, 
That's how you do it. Oh, oh. man. Dude. So many good times. Well, well, the two. You, sorry, now that we're on it, you remember the uh, 2011 announcements? They were long, drawn out in Tony's. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Look, here's here. I'll show you a demo, girl. You want to see a? You want to see a demo? Look at this athlete right here. <laughs> this, this, this Tony. Oh. <laughs> with his Budweiser shirt on. <laughs> no, look at and look at this. Look at these numbers. Boom. 15,000 people registered. And Tony's all Tyson, fired up. Tyson, Tyson doing some Oh, my gosh. Look at Tyson. And then I'm pretty sure me and him went head to head. Look at that round. Oh, is that you? Look at that extension. <laughs> oh, you're showing. Wait, is this you in 2011 in in uh, in, uh, in, in Tony's garage? garage, man. Yeah, yeah. Look at this. Oh, that is so good, dude. Look at Innovates. And Innovates on. Ed's Rex shirt. Oh, man. So we're trying to show, like, bad reps. Yeah. Oh. So good. And then I'm pretty sure me and Tice went head-to-head. No, we didn't show it. All right. That was one of the, uh, one of the first showdowns. Oh, man. Hey, so to finish off this conversation, I'm right. sure we'll have many, many more. Yeah. The Roe versus Boz. Who officially, who officially is um, is in the lead? Um, it's got to be Boz. It's got to be Boz. We were like, we were totally even. And then, uh, I'll, I I put my I, I put my athletic career in like pre ACL tear and post ACL tear. <laughs> oh, I see what you're doing. 2014, I had a surgery, but still did the open, and I still managed to win one workout. It was the power clean and uh, handstand put. The first time we saw a new handstand push up, uh, yeah, whatever standard, and uh, so I did okay on that one. Uh, um, and then the next year, I think I got swept, and then he, he got injured, and so it's, it's actually a mess, dude. We're probably like sort of close to tied. So, but uh, that 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 stopped like how many years ago, or is it? Done, or are you still on? We did our last one in, well, when was the last live open announcement? Um, 2018 or 19. Oh, yeah. Because had you, guys would, you guys would do them live after the athletes would do it. Yep. Or yep. the other the competitors or whatever. Okay. Oh, man. Well, dude, Rory, I, I hope, you know, I am really looking forward to the feedback on these episodes because there's just a there's bunch so of banter more. about the old school days. There is zero business talk. Zero, like, like educate. I mean, there's, there's like three educational pieces in here. Historical education, right? (laughs) Historical education, but it's more just, you know, oh man, I hope people turn their brain off for a little bit. They're on the assault bike, just listening to us banter or, I mean, uh, visually on YouTube, it's going to look really good, but, um, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and then, and then, yeah, the takeaway also, like you said, being that you can find so much of this stuff if you know how to look for it. And it could keep you busy for hours and hours and hours. Just type in year and CrossFit games and search videos. And uh, there's a bunch there. Oh, man. Have some fun with it. Well, Rory, um, I appreciate you, brother. I'm going to, um, yeah, I'm going to jump on. I'm at the gym. going to do our thing. But, uh, dude, I hope you oh, and everybody in Tennessee is crushing it, brother. We are. We are. And uh, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, anytime. I still got, uh, we, we still, I still got 17 tabs open. So there's way more to talk about. 17 more tabs. We got to get Rory back on and we got to keep doing this. This is, this got to be like a series. Um, Hey, on, uh, on Instagram is Rory McKernan. Yep. Yep. Uh, just keeping my name and everything. Cause I'm not creative. So yeah. 
YouTube. YouTube, I kind of lost a little bit of steam, but um, I'll, I'll be picking it back up. But uh, yeah, man, find me uh, at Rory McKernan. All right, brother. Have a great day, man. We'll talk soon. Okay, bud. Thanks. Bye.